Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend JFK Mensa, a seasoned Bible teacher with over 40 years of ministry experience. He is a pastor, a church planter, a missionary, and an international conference speaker. He is passionate about making Christ-like disciples worldwide. JFK Mensa is the General Overseer of Great Commission Church International. May you be transformed as you listen to the Word of God. Heavenly Father, we are here again. Lord, it is clear in our minds that you are a healer. Your will is that you will heal your people. And the Lord Jesus, He is a healer. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have also settled the fact that the Holy Spirit is a healer. The whole of heaven and the Godhead is set on the issue of healing, restoration, and perfect health for humankind. Even as we take up this final topic on and healing and deliverance, Holy Spirit, we invite you. Please come, lead the way, cover the ground, and set the captives free. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today, we are addressing the fourth and final session on healing and deliverance. And I want to speak on overcoming witchcraft. Overcoming witchcraft. Number one, what is witchcraft? And what are the types we have? Number two, how witches work. Number three, the power in the blood of Jesus. Number four, overcoming witchcraft. Overcoming witchcraft. Number one, what is witchcraft? You know, the world is divided into two on witchcraft. The Western world says, no, witchcraft is not real. And even into their constitutions, they make it such that you cannot sue somebody for witchcraft. Now, the rest of the world believe that witchcraft is real. So one group lives in denial, the other group lives in excessive consciousness. But the middle line is the Bible's position. I have never been a witch or a wizard, 
But I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Bible. And I'm, I am 41 years now as an active ministering pastor. So, I want to combine these three and trace for you what witchcraft is, what witchcraft does, how to overcome witchcraft with the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible believes in the existence of a real devil, an evil, wicked spirit who has personality and character. In John chapter 8 verse 44, Jesus says, you are of your father the devil and his works you will do. He has been a murderer from the beginning, he's a liar and the father of lies. John chapter 8 verse 44 You belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him. When he lies he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of all lies. And Satan comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. John chapter 10, verse 10. John 10, 10 says that it comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Now, you cannot be a practicing Christian and not believe in the reality of the personality of Satan. Because even Jesus, our master, confronted Satan and spoke with him face to face. And he dealt with him. So Satan is not just a figment of the mind or an African thing or a personality that we have imagined. The Bible places him as a real person. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, Peter says, be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, is going around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. Resist him firmly in your faith. 1 Peter 5, 8 to 9, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. God promised the fall of Satan from the beginning of creation. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, he said the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. And this is exactly what Jesus came to do. This evening, I want to explain that Satan uses only two main strategies. He uses counterfeits and opposition, fierce opposition. 
when he is using fierce opposition, it is normally termed black magic, black witchcraft. But when he is using counterfeit, it is usually white magic, white witchcraft or red, depending on which term you prefer. In Second Corinthians chapter 11, from verse 13 to 15, the Bible says that Satan masquerades, he counterfeits, he, he goes as an angel of light to deceive. Second Corinthians eleven thirteen to fifteen. Yes. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, masquerading as apostles of Christ. Yes. No wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness. You need this understanding to be able to piece together the fact that all the spiritual gifts and ministries in the house of God, which are genuine, have got their counterfeits operated by Satan. This understanding is important because when we talk about the ministry gifts by Jesus Christ, Ephesians 4.11 says, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Because of that, Satan has got the counterfeit of each of them. He has got false apostles. Revelation chapter 2 verse 2. He has got false prophets. Matthew 24.24. 24. He has got false teachers. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 1. Then he has false shepherds and hirelings. And he has got false gospel. Galatians chapter 1 verse 7 to 9. And he counterfeits each of the ministry gifts. Because the genuine exists, the counterfeit also exists. So, you can understand that of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 7 to 11, Satan has a counterfeit for each of them. And these gifts fall neatly into three classes. Class 1, we have the gifts of revelation. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom, discerning of spirits. And Satan's counterfeit is divination. So, in Acts chapter 16, from verse 16 to 18, we are told that Paul and his team met a lady, a slave girl, in Philippi. And she had a spirit of divination, python. Please, we can read it. And when she saw Paul and his team, 
She immediately had the word of knowledge, counterfeit word of knowledge. And it was true. Let's read it. Acts 16, 16 to 18. Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. What she said is the truth. These men are servants of the Most High God. They are telling you the way to be saved is correct, correct, correct. But she was operating with a spirit of python. Yes. Let's she finish. kept this out for many days. Yes. Finally, Paul became so troubled that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of here. Good. At that moment, the spirit left her. Good. In the same way, the power gifts of the Holy Spirit are faith, working of miracles, gifts of healing. And each of these gifts, they are power gifts. Because they do something supernatural from God's Spirit. The counterfeit of the power gifts in the camp of Satan is magic and witchcraft. Because these also use charms, spells, and the power of Satan to do wonders and miracles and produce results. If this is clear, then we can go to the Old Testament. The Hebrew word used is kashaf. Kashaf. That is translated as witch or wizard. Let's read Exodus chapter 7. From verse 10 to 12, we are told that Moses, after the burning bush experience, went to Pharaoh and he threw his rod on the ground and the rod of Moses became a serpent. And Pharaoh called his magicians. And they also threw their rods on the ground and these rods by the power of Satan became serpents. Let's read it. Exodus chapter 7, 10 to 12. Yes. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned the wise men and sorcerers, and yes. the Egyptian magicians also did the same things by their secret arts. Correct. Each now, one threw down his staff and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. So, this is power versus power. Power, the power of God matching the power of Satan. So, this word kashaf is the same word used in Exodus 22 verse 18. 
Kashafa is a female sorcerer or a sorceress and it says thou shalt not suffer a witch to live or thou shalt not suffer a sorceress to live. Exodus 22. Do not allow a sorceress to live. Do not allow a sorceress to live. Thou shalt not suffer a witch. So, here you are. You are meeting the power of Satan counterfeiting the power of God. I won't talk about the third class. The prophecy, different kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Because Satan also has counterfeit prophets and false prophets. And that is a, a too long a line. But suffice it to register that in Deuteronomy chapter 18, from verse 9 to verse 12, God told Israel through Moses that when you enter the promised land, you will come across people who are heavily involved with satanic practices. I don't want you to be involved with them. Deuteronomy chapter... 18, 18 9 to 12, from, 9 to from 12. my Bible. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire. Nobody should sacrifice his son or daughter in the fire. Who practices divination or sorcery? Divination, sorcery, Interprets omens. Interpreting omens and difficult circumstances. Engages in witchcraft. Engages in witchcraft. Or casts spells. Or casting of spells. Or who is a medium or spiritist. A medium, a spiritist. Somebody whom, who consults spirits or allows spirits to speak through you. Or who consults the dead. Or consulting the spirit of the dead. There should be nobody like that among you. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. These days, we have tried to make Halloween look as if it doesn't really matter. Oh, you know these things. Children can just play around with tarot cards, Ouija boards. And you name it. And on the more serious front, you have the secret societies and you swear allegiance to some of these spirits. And oh, it's okay. And But in the New Testament, Galatians chapter 5 verse 20 mentions idolatry and sorcery or witchcraft as works of the flesh. You, you can read Chapter verse five. 19 to 21. 19 to 21. Yeah. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, yes. hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, 
selfish ambition, dissensions, fractions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. I warn you as I told you before, all those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And the book of Revelation is clear on this issue. Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 mentions a roll call of the people who will be in the lake of fire. Revelation yes. 21. Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all lies, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. So idolaters, sorcerers, magic arts, they will be in the lake of fire. Therefore, witchcraft is working together as an agent for Satan in order to cast evil spells on people's life and prosperity. Witchcraft is using supernatural power of Satan to charm or cast spells on people's life and prosperity. This means they can put sickness on you, they can charm the works of your hands and charm your marriage and cast spells upon what you do and you name it. We have seen that Pharaoh's sorceress produced a snake with their tufts, just like Moses did. I will not spend any time any longer discussing the power of witchcraft. There are three kinds of witches and wizards. Number one, the victims and unwilling witches. These are people whom either from their parents or their friends or family, they are trying to pass on the spirit of witchcraft to you. But your spirit is busy rejecting it. You don't want it. You don't like it. You don't want to operate it. So because of that, they are attacking you. Then you are a victim. For such people, you sleep, you see dogs chasing you, you sleep, you see that there are things sitting on your chest, you want to get up, you can't call the name of Jesus, and you sleep, you see that you are having nightmares, you sleep, people are forcing food through, down your throat, you sleep, you see that 
people come to force to sexually abuse and harass and defile you. You sleep, you see yourself in a cage, you see yourself falling into holes, you see yourself falling from steps, from story buildings, and that line. I can't mention all. But you are a victim. And the attack is because they are trying to pass on witchcraft to you and you don't want to sign up. So because of that, you, you are being victimized. Now, such people, whenever you go to a meeting, people are able to pick up the spirit around you and call you witch. But you know that you are not a witch. And that you don't want witchcraft. But what is happening is that you are a victim. I think it's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26, which says that Satan can capture you and try to use you to do his will. 2 Timothy, is it 2, 26? Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 26. Yes. And that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil. Who has taken them captive to do his will? He has taken them captive. It's a Greek word, zogreo. Zogreo, it means to catch something alive. It was used of Peter catching fish. You catch the thing alive. You see, Satan has taken you captive and wants to use you to do his will for him. Now, category 2 of witchcraft belongs to those who have been given witchcraft. It's been passed on to you and you, you like it. You like it. You haven't said no. You are not fighting it. And because of that, you are part of Satan's team. You are an agent. You are not a victim. You are an agent. You are a fellow worker with Satan. So what happens is that for a lot of people in the night you dream. You see yourself eating meat. You see yourself in a company of people in the toilet. You see yourself in a group of people in the market. You see yourself you know, eating fresh meat or drinking something red. Just that many times you don't even know it is blood and things like that. You are an agent. But this group also, they are young agents. In the sense that whenever you confront them that you are a witch, they are not sure. Because all they do is see these, themselves in these dreams and visions. They really, you know, cannot vouch for the fact that they are active. Now, the third category are the mature witches and wizards. These are people who have gone deliberately 
voluntarily to sell their soul to Satan so that he can use them and give them like money, political power, women, and you name it. And in that sense, you are asked, for example, to bring your mother so that they kill her or something. And, you know, you go through that and you do it because you are searching for money. And you are selling your soul. I was doing some research on some of the musicians from Cote d'Ivoire. And you have a dream. And you want to be a top musician, an artist. So in the dream, Satan says, okay, if you sell your soul to me, I'll give you 25 years. You will be famous, but after 25 years you will die. And you, you, you agree to the contract in the dream. Because your spirit is already searching. And then, when it is signed, you wake up. And the next time you are on stage and you begin to perform, you see that the crowds and something comes over you. And oh, before long, you are hitting fame. But 25 years, you are dead. Why? That's the contract. So, such people are mature. I want to stop there and talk about how to overcome witchcraft. Because witches use spells, charms. They use magic words. They use words of spiritual evil power to wish you evil. To do evil in such a way that you haven't seen their hand doing it. But the thing is happening to you. And you suspect. So you begin to see the people in your dream. Or they put on the face of another person and masquerade. The general tendency. Europe, 18th century. And then now in Africa and the rest of the world. They want to kill the witches. You see, some people even stand on Exodus 22, 18 and justify it. They want to kill sorcerers in order to live. Many times they see magicians as white because they don't use their magic to destroy. But, you know, witches and wizards, they, they, they don't see them in that light. Let me tell you, if you kill a witch, the spirit using the person for witchcraft, you haven't killed it. Therefore, that spirit continues in the family and continues destroying. It is senseless to kill the witch or the sorcerer. You need supernatural power against these spirits and when you are stronger than them spiritually they now bow they see your face and they can't handle you they move out of that vicinity they leave because they cannot stand what is happening to them so 
I want to spend the rest of the time teaching, training, schooling you on how to overcome witchcraft. Personally, witchcraft in the family, witchcraft at your workplace and in school, and witchcraft in the church. Number one, your number one weapon is the indwelling presence of God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, the Bible says, You are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 15, the Bible says, Anybody who confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. Let's read those two passages. 1 John chapter 4, verse 15, first of all. Verse 4 and then verse 15. Verse 4, first. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. You, dear children, you are of God. You have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Because witches use charms. They cast spells. They use supernatural words to try to break you and your prosperity and health. You need to memorize these Bible verses which are spiritual words. And they are the ones you will use to counter them. You see, your mind matters as a Christian. So, the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, every spirit of witchcraft and sorcery in the world is less, smaller than you. You are 1,000 times bigger on the inside than on the outside. So, if you wake up in the morning, and you say, I am of God. I'm a child of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am of God and I have overcome them. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. As you say these words, you are nullifying the charm, the spell that they are casting against you. With the words of God which are sharp, alive, active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. And Jeremiah 23, 29, God says, It's my word not like a hammer, like a fire. You see? And Ephesians 6, 17, Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So, these words must live in you. Yes. First John 4, 15. First John chapter 4, verse 15. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him. And he... In God. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. Can you imagine? It means before the witch can touch you, he must kill God. Because God lives in you and you live in God. 
Therefore, when you get up and say, Jesus is the Son of God. God lives in me and I live in God. Jesus, you are already scattering witchcraft around you. Now, this is God the Father. Let's listen to Colossians 1, 27b. Colossians 1, 27b. Yes. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Galatians 2.20, Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Colossians chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. He says, you are dead. Your life is hid with Christ inside God. When Christ, who is your life, shall appear, you will appear together with him. So you are dead. Your life is hidden with Christ inside God. Therefore, a witch, a wizard, a sorcerer has to kill God, kill Jesus, before he can touch you. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says, The spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside you. So, it means that before a witch can touch you, he must kill the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit, kill Jesus, and kill God the Father. Romans 8, 31. He says, what shall we say then? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 37. He says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. You are not only a conqueror. You are more than conqueror. That's what the scripture says. And... Galatians 3.27 He says, as many as have been baptized into Christ Jesus, you have put on Christ as a dress. You are clothed with Christ. The resurrected Jesus said in Matthew 28.18-20 He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, make disciples of all nations. Lo, I am with you to the close of the age. Hebrews 13.5-6 and 6. He says, let your mind be free from the love of money. And be content with what you have. Because he has said, never will I leave you. Never will I leave you. Never will I leave you. Therefore, we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? What can witches do to me? What can wizards do to me? The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Hebrews chapter 13, 5 and 6. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you Never will I forsake you. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Step number two. The blood of Jesus. I want you to say it with me. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You know, witches, their power is because Number one, they work in teams. They are always in groups. 
Number two, they are able to connect with somebody in your family. There is always an insider they are able to get and, and, and work with. And that gives them strength. And then, the third factor they have is that they are agents of the devil. So, so they have supernatural power. They are operating with a power greater than themselves when they act. This is why they can kill their own child. They can kill their own mother. Because <clears throat> they are working with a power greater than they themselves. Therefore, you too have to work with a power greater than him and beyond yourself. You are if you fight a witch by getting up last night, I saw you, I saw you, you came and then you were sitting on me and you were drinking my blood. You, this boy, you are a witch, you are a witch. You are fighting in the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Therefore, you need to listen carefully to what I'm saying. In Revelations chapter 12, the verse we always quote is verse 11. It says that they overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb. Why? Why is the blood of Jesus powerful to break the hand of witchcraft and sorcery and every other evil power, mami, wata, dwarf, and you name them. Revelation 12, 11. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Because blood speaks. God told Cain in Genesis chapter 4, verse 10 and 11 that, Look, <laughs> when I asked you where is your brother Abel and you said, I don't know. The voice of your brother's blood is talking. And it is so loud that he is shouting from the earth. And I'm hearing it in heaven. So blood speaks. Blood talks. No evil spirit has blood. No evil spirit has blood. But blood speaks. Not only that. In Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11 and verse 14, the Bible says the life of the creature is in the blood. The blood represents all that a creature is. Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11. For the life of a creature is in the blood. The life of a creature is in the blood. And I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. So when an animal is killed in the Old Testament and they are pouring the blood in front of the altar, they are telling you, the sinner, that life for life. The life of this animal is going in his blood because you have been spared. And you will see that in Leviticus chapter 4, when you read it in the house, you see that when a priest sins, he is to sacrifice a cow, a bull. Then, when a king or a ruler sins, he is to sacrifice a goat. And when an ordinary floor member sins, he is to sacrifice a lamb. And when the whole congregation of Israel sins, they are to sacrifice a bull 
a cow. God wants them to see that when one priest sins, his sin is equal to the whole of Israel sinning. So a cow, as the animal is, so is his blood. Cow blood. For big person, people sinning. Goat blood for the king. Lamb blood for floor member. It means as Jesus is, so is his blood. So Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 says that the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Jesus' blood is talking 2,000 years now. Today, as I speak, the blood of Jesus is talking, is talking, is talking. And it is that which overcomes every witchcraft. The blood of Jesus is speaking. The blood of Jesus. They, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. The blood is alive. The blood is powerful. No evil spirit has blood. Jesus' blood speaks, and as his blood is, so is Jesus. Hebrews 12, 24. To Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Now, you have to understand that God told them in Genesis 9, 6 that if you shed man's blood, your blood will be shed. Because man is in the image of God. And in Exodus chapter 12 verse 13, God told them that when you kill a lamp, the lamp, midnight, you are going to smear its blood on your post, door post and then the lintel. Midnight, the spirit of death is coming to walk around the whole of Egypt and kill every firstborn in every house. But when I see the blood, I will pass over you. If the blood of animal, eh, blood of lambs, sheep, put on the doorpost, when a spirit is passing by, it's able to see the blood and pass over that house and not attack it. Then what about the blood of Jesus on you? What about the blood of Jesus on you? Do you think with the blood of Jesus on you, a witch can attack you? Let them come. Let them come. God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Now, I want to explain to you that the blood is not powerful only with Satan. With God. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 22, the Bible says, Let us boldly come into the Holy of Holies because we are clothed with the blood of Jesus. That Holy of Holies, which the high priest in the Old Testament entered once a year with the blood of bulls and goats for himself, his sins, the sin of the whole Israel. He went once a year. Now, with the blood of Jesus, we are to come boldly into the, 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 the presence of God. Boldly into the Holy of Holies. Because the blood of Jesus was used to cleanse the heavenly things. That's what Colossians 1.20 says. And with that, the blood of Jesus made peace between heaven and earth. That blood has power with God. 
Not only that, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14 says, The blood of Jesus cleanses our conscience from dead works. So that the consciousness of sins in our conscience, this power is broken. Not only that, in 1 John chapter 1 verse 7, he says when Christians meet for fellowship and walk in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from every sin. It's a continuous way. This blood has power with man, power with Satan, power with God. Therefore, before you sleep, Say, ha, 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 the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. I come against every spirit, every action of satanic spirits against my mind, against my emotions, against my will, against my conscience, in the name of Jesus, against my body, against my health, against my work. Workplace, the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my workplace, over my marriage. I plead the blood of Jesus over my children, over my home. I plead the blood of Jesus over my car. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead, and you, you see that any spirit city on it has to get up and move. You know, at first I didn't understand this. I get invited to places to speak. When I go to the hotel and I sleep, in the night, I see that I'm being sexually attacked. Meanwhile, I'm a straightforward married man. I haven't looked left or right since I got married 39 years ago. Then, I read from one of these full gospel businessmen's fellowship uh, voice magazines that the man said, he was having the same experience. And whenever he got to a hotel now, he just said the blood of Jesus over the bed, over the chairs, the blood of Jesus. And he would sleep and nothing again. I said, ah! So whenever I go to any hotel, you know, because these hotels are used by all kinds of people for all kinds of things. There are so many spirits hovering around there. The blood of Jesus on the bed, the blood of Jesus, you know. And I sleep like a baby and wake up like a king. You see, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, there is no witchcraft in your family that does not fear the blood of Jesus. Because the blood talks, the blood is alive, it is the blood of Jesus, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. The blood can be used to plead in prayer over your family members, their salvation, the blood of Jesus. Well, that's okay, if you are a teacher... You go to the classroom before classes begin and put your hand on the desk, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, before the students come to sit down. Within two, three weeks, if there is anybody with witchcraft spirit in your class, you see that they start trembling. Some of them, immediately they enter the room, then they start weeping or something. Then you begin to see that <coughs> things are happening. Why? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You are a market woman. Why? What's your problem? The blood of Jesus. You see? Anyway. Now, let me talk. My time has run out. But, I want to, to tell you that last week, I talked to you about the power, the authority in the name of Jesus. You need that. Ephesians chapter 6, 
from verse 12 to 18 says you should put on the whole armor of God. Put on the helmet of salvation. You put on the breastplate of righteousness. You put on the girdle of truth. You, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And you take the shield of faith with which you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the devil. And take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit with tongues. Because that is your supernatural anti-ballistic missile for the distance. Now, I know what you are saying. That Well, me, well, I don't know what is uh, breastplate of righteousness. I don't know what is helmet of salvation. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just say I put it on. Just say I put on the helmet of salvation. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. I put on the... Put it on. Because the Bible says put it on. Put it on. Later you understand. Because when you do that, you are impregnable. Just like when you see a soldier with AK-47 and all these bullets around him. And then you see his belt with a jackknife and a pistol here. And you see that his boot is such that when he stamps his feet, five knives come out. You know, when he is walking on the street, do you meet him like this? You, you, you pass by the side. In the same way in the spiritual realm, when they see your helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, girdle of, of, of truth, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and they see you with the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith, and you are speaking tongues, blowing, blowing. Every unclean spirit says, please, don't, 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 pass away and stop wasting our time. Hallelujah. And you need to memorize appropriate Bible verses because even in your sleep you fight against Satan. I remember one dream I had and I myself woke up and I was smiling like a newborn monkey. You know, in the dream I saw that I had gone to baptize somebody. And immediately I wanted to put the person in the water. The person said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid there is a spirit in the water. And I said, what spirit? In the name of Jesus, I command Satan and all his agents to appear bound in the name of Jesus. And immediately I said that. In the dream, I saw a mermaid spirit appear chained to two big rocks. Each of the rocks was as big as a building. She was changed. And I said, the blood of Jesus rebuke you. And I could see the slap pipe. I said, the blood of Jesus rebuke you pipe. It looked at me fiercely. But could do nothing. And I woke up. I said, ah! I never knew that even in my sleep, God uses my spirit just as witches to Satan uses their spirit in the night. If Satan can use the spirit of people to destroy, the Holy Spirit is able to use your spirit at night when you are sleeping to destroy. You see, some people say, hey, midnight, that's when witches operate. So for me, I pray midnight. Oh, Jesus Mark chapter 1 verse 35 says in the morning, rising up a long while before the Jesus went to the solitary place and there he prayed. Jesus slept through the night. He slept through midnight. I sleep. Yeah, I sleep. And I've been doing preaching, teaching like this 
this is 46 years I'm still alive that's it that's it I want to tell you that the way out of witchcraft in your family is not to kill them don't go and insult them. Don't go and tell them, hey, hey you did you are a witch. I see you in the night. You tell them, no, no, that's not the solution. Work with yourself. You see, Jesus says in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. John chapter 14, verse 23. He says, If you love me, keep my commandments. My Father will love you. And we, myself, Jesus, and my Father, we will come and make our home with you. If heaven, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they've come to make their home in you, then what is witchcraft? What is witchcraft? And I want to close this sermon by saying that many times we read the Bible, we go to church, but we don't believe the Bible. We believe witchcraft more. When I was doing this research, I read a report by the Bishop of Kenya, Archbishop of Kenya. He said 80% of Kenyans who are Christians come to church but believe in witchcraft more than Jesus. And I said he's got it. I want you to change your mind and attitude from today. I'm going to pray with you now. If you are here, you are listening to me, and you are being harassed, you are being chased, you are being oppressed by demonic spirits, witchcraft. Today, you are free. Uh, today, you are, you are free. Today is your freedom. I'm going to pray with you, and that's the end. Now, if you are here, until now, when you heard me, you have been an agent of Satan. And you want to come out. My only advice is, be honest, tell the truth. Confess to a minister you can trust and from that place help will come. Because Mary Magdalene had seven demons according to Luke chapter 8 verse 1 to 3. But when Jesus cast out the demons, she saved Jesus. Jesus can set you free from demonic power and you will be free indeed forever Amen. and entitled to the kingdom of God. Shall we rise up, raise your hands wherever you are. And say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. But you came to die for me. But you came to die for me. On the cross. On the cross. You bought me with your blood. You bought me with your blood. You shed your blood for me. You shed your blood for me. I confess you. I confess you. That you are my Lord. That you are my Lord. I confess. I confess. That you are the Son of God. That you are the Son of God. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am calling upon you. I am calling upon you. To save me. To save me. From the works of witchcraft. From the work of witchcraft. In the name of Jesus. 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 I reject. I reject every spirit, every spirit from my family, from my family, from my workplace, from my workplace that has been released, that has been released to torment me, to torment, to 
destroy the works of my to hands, destroy the work of to my destroy hands, my marriage, to destroy my marriage. I reject it. I reject it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I confess. I confess that Jesus became a curse for me. Jesus became a curse for me. That every curse, that every curse, and spirit of witchcraft, and spirit of witchcraft in my father's house, in my father's house, and in my mother's house, and in my mother's house. Today, today, I am free. I am free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I reject you. I reject you and every spirit, and every spirit that is released against that me. That is released against me. I break your power. I break your power in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, lose your hold over my lose life. Lose your hold over me. Because greater is he that is in me. Because greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. Than he that is in the world. Jesus is in me. Jesus is in me. God the Father is in me. God the Father is in me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am dead and my life is hid with Christ I in God. I am dead and my life is hid in Christ in God. I come against you. I come against you. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of I Jesus. I come against you. Come against with you. the blood of Jesus. Lose your hold over my life. Lose your hold over my life. Every sickness, every disease, you have put on my life. Go, go, in the name of Jesus. I chase you with the blood of Jesus. Every spirit of witchcraft, every spirit of witchcraft, operating at my workplace, operating at my workplace, and in my family, and in my family today. Today I rise up against you. I rise up against you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. I chase you away. I chase you away. Go. Go. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. I give you my soul. I give you my soul. I give you all my heart. I give you all my heart. I give you all my life. I give you all my life. My body as a living sacrifice. My body as a living sacrifice. All I am. All I am. All I have. And all I have. All I ever hope to be. All I ever hope to be. I submit to you. I submit to you. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Come and feel me. Come and feel me. Come and take hold of my Come life. Come and take hold of my Use me, use me to destroy the works of the devil. To destroy the works of the devil. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing me in Jesus' name. For hearing me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Begin to pray Masiki and have your freedom. Follow JFK Men's Ministries on Facebook and YouTube, and invite others to listen to his podcast. You can also access some of JFK Mensa's books and keep up with his ministry at www.jfkmensaministries.org. God bless you.